podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and I'm with the one and only Angel, the artist behind the cool cats and goddesses we see on the Movement Sanctuary. How are you today? Good, a little hot, but can't complain though. My, I feel you. You know. Good old Florida heat. Oh, the humidity. I do feel actually like I'm in a tropical rainforest right now so yeah. I guess it kind of fits the scene it is it's kind of like you know you're painting a very tropical theme here right now but <laughs> you know yeah thanks so much also for you know your friends for letting us kind of come here and, and use their own space to record it's cool yeah I like for it. sure for sure I told them thank you you know very welcoming atmosphere so what inspires your art so my art I guess I would say I was inspired by, well, partially nature and animals um, and powerful, I guess, characters. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the characters are people, sometimes, you know, they are, you know, letters as well. I guess I've um, always liked painting a lot of letters before I started to do murals. And so, you know, I guess influenced a little bit by graffiti and, and street art. Kind of blended them together. So I guess, like, what's your favorite, like, if you're inspired by powerful letters? I never really, like, thought of, like, them that way. You know, but, like, what's your favorite letter to, like, draw then? You know, typically I paint, you know, I was painting Angel, you know, mm -hmm. since I started painting, learning, you know, getting into graffiti. And so I, I always liked N and M type of letters, S. Yeah, so I'm like, hmm, maybe I should experiment with some other names going okay. down the line. But, you know, other couple of, like, crew members and stuff like that, I can start painting their names or other friends and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I like the, the windy kind of style. and Well, that works out. My, yeah. S, my last name starts with an M. Oh, I so like that, it. that makes me feel good. I have to paint your name. Yeah, go for it. You yeah. Full creative expression to go for Give it. Give me a wall. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. We'll find one. <laughs> My like goal is like when I have a house, like I want something like what you're doing right now. Like I yes. like just want to let the artist like in on my home and be like, go for it, man. Me too. Just like outside, inside. Like I want like Shark Tooth, the the one artist that did like that giant shark on the 600 block. Mm -hmm. I want like a shark like on the ceiling of my bathroom. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I really. One day, I mean, we're, well, my husband and I are going to get a house, too, and we're going to just deck it out all out. I mean, or whatever. Yeah. But Why not? I'll have the most colorful house on the block. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> so what is it about art that has attracted you to it? You know, I've always, I think I've always been creative since I was a child. So for me, I think it's definitely a therapy. Um, it's a challenge. You know, I always feel like I'm learning something, so I'm, I'm never feeling like stagnant when I'm creating, and I feel like I'm growing as a person. Okay, cool, cool. And um, like, was your family always really supportive of you, like wanting to go into the whole art scene? Yeah, I, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, my mom was really, um, my parents were both really just supported me as an artist, like whatever. I was a small child in school, just like drawing and painting and stuff, but. Um, you know, then I, I ended up going to college and like I thought about going to art school. I didn't, for whatever reason, I was like, well, I need to do something that's a little bit whatever more, or, you know, like, I don't know, it's practical. Yeah. So I ended up studying Spanish, but it was like, 
I look back, I'm like, why did I not go to art school? And you know, who knows now? It's like, I ended up like doing, going into like environmental sustainability and like okay. mastering everything. So it's like, if I wanted to do art, I could do it, but it's like, oh, I gotta go back and do a whole degree. Like, yeah. take a couple classes here and there. But, exactly. uh, but yeah, so when I started um, kind of getting into graffiti, my parents were supportive to a certain extent and just knowing that I was like safe when I'm doing it and all that but um other than that I mean yeah like when I started doing murals and now and then um a couple of years back in in New York I was you know full-time you know artist as far as like I started my own just painting by myself sole proprietor and they were really supportive of me so I think it's cool because if I do canvases I can you know that's like one type of art that kind of travels a little bit more easy mm-hmm. than murals, but yeah. um, but yeah, support from family and friends, it's, it's it's the best. Nice. Was it like hard, like when you were first getting into graffiti, like getting into graffiti as like a woman, or like would you say that like that that I guess subculture of art is like pretty welcoming? Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> I've heard, I have heard different things. Oh yeah. You know, like some were like, oh yeah, like you know, no problem, and the other one were like, well no, like it was really hard for me. Yeah, I think it's whew, interesting because I think it's now that it's a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually first started like getting up and learning to like piece in graffiti um, in the streets when I was studying abroad and during college. I was in studying a semester in Hong Kong, and I actually reached out to a female crew out there uh, through like the Art Crimes website, and they got back to me, got in touch, and. Like they took me out painting and stuff, and I was like, like seventeen, eighteen year old, like graffiti, so and they're cool. from Hong Kong too. So it was like, oh my god, like I think this is um, actually a really. It was a good introduction for me. Yeah. Not everybody has that. Not every woman, you know, or you know, female that gets into graffiti has that. And yes, it is very male dominated. So you could be in New York, you could be in other cities where you're like, all right, well, it's only graffiti dudes here, and you know, it just depends. You know, like yeah. luckily when. Um, when I went back and I was in the Midwest, um, you know, most of my grew, grew up in the Midwest and then moved to New York after that, like in, in 2006, then it was like, all right, that was my main, I guess, um, kind of inspiration, um, kind of the graffiti and hip hop culture overall. Mm-hmm. And I got into graffiti because I used to break dance. Okay. And haven't really for a while but that was a thing that I, I was so into breakdance and being an artist that's like another element of hip-hop yeah it, it would just be natural that I would want to get into it eventually and so I just it just took me and you know kept me in that element and I've kind of just been painting ever since you just had like a cool little little like life process you've just kind of done it all <laughs> haven't you yeah I've I've been blessed I must say I am grateful for the experiences and you know for Know, being able to kind of get to know different cultures because mm-hmm. being exposed to traveling and other parts yeah. of the world I mean that's opened up my mind so much and let's face it like so, growing up in like Midwest I mean like not every not anywhere in this wherever you are in the country or in the world you could be in a small city or a small place and you might not ever really get to know what other cultures are like yeah. so I really think that it's important for people if you have a chance to go abroad um, live somewhere else be in a you know culture where you don't necessarily speak the language yeah you know it's an experience and you're gonna grow exponentially i feel like you grow the best when you're not 100 percent comfortable Completely. you know 
that's that's when you really kind of grow and you're like oh wow like you know i i did that i did a semester in hong kong you know like i did that yeah you know i gotta i guess i gotta challenge myself a little bit more it's out there yeah it is uh so you recently moved here from new york correct yep how was that like because you moved in the middle of the pandemic yeah and then how like how how was that so i've been coming to visit like my Mm -hmm. mom lives down here she's been here for like 20 years so i've been visiting every year like you know sometimes summer and holidays whatever and um actually my husband and i like we did like our wedding on the beach beach wedding here two years ago two years and two days ago so it was like saint pete beach gorgeous and since he came here and like was visiting here with me i was like why don't we just move there and Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to leave a place like New York, but we yeah. came down um, end of March, helped my mom out for like six weeks, live with her because she lived alone and, you know, all the thing with the pandemic. So then we went, went back to New York in May and I was like, you know what, why don't we just do it? Let's make yeah. it, let's make it happen by like June, July. We're like, let's put a date, August, uh, October 1st, we're going to do it. So we put that in our mind. We put it in our books, like wrote it down. And it's like, all right, that's our goal. You know, it gives you time to save and move and whatever. Yeah, it's a big move. I'm so glad we did it. Um, and I definitely miss New York, but it's definitely changed um, so much, like the whole world has. So, yeah. I mean, in New York, yeah, last year was just like, all right, as an artist or as anyone who's trying to be independent or doing their own thing, everything was hard. So I think it was a really good move. Also because, you know, painting through the winter and the cold winters in New York, this is like, I'll, I'll deal with the heat over there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been to uh, New York once i went once and i was just like i was in love with it i like the energy in new york was just like it's like infectious and i just loved it and i like always told my family like i want to move to new york like forget florida like and then i got a little older i'm like you know what i love florida i think i'm gonna stay here you know like even like i'm come out of like st pete just a little bit and i'm like no i'm i'm good let's go back to st pete like (laughs) i like it there i feel like this little is kind of a nook Mm -hmm. that is many i mean i don't i don't know like the north or a lot of other parts of florida just like kind of east coast and then like miami and stuff this area it's it's something so special that i feel like um i would have probably never known about it if my mom hadn't moved here yeah but like in the recent years seeing more and more art culture here and uh, promotion for the arts and what pinellas and other counties do like that's really made me like more inspired to to continue you know and you know my, my craft so yeah is the art scene in New York compared to here in like St. Pete, is it very different or is it similar? Yeah, it's so different. Um, I think mainly because let's say the city is, you know, exponentially larger, uh, population and everything and the boroughs, everything's just like on top of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, like New York is going to be different from most of the rest of the country because everywhere else, you basically have to drive everywhere in new york you don't need a car so you just take the bus or take the subway or whatever so <clears throat> i think that you know like let's face it um people i think the whole social distancing thing for example was like uh, much easier to do here because everybody's like you know maybe their car or whatever but the art scene i feel like um yeah it's it's so many artists that i'm you know i'm getting to start to know a little bit here um a little bit over time but i feel like um, it's supportive in new york i feel like there's a lot of a lot of events and shows like that but it's um it, you know throughout the summer there's a, a bunch of different events and stuff that, that happens in different boroughs and whatever but 
um, yeah, I do feel like it is, yeah, very, very competitive too. So I feel like, um, yeah, there's definitely, you know, there's always going to be that kind of um, difference, but difference of, let's say, like street artists and then graffiti writers. So mm -hmm. they kind of still kind of have that kind of whatever that battling out and stuff like that. And that, that happens, I think, in any, yeah. any city. But, you know, I'm kind of like in between both of those. You avenues, really are so. kind of like in between because you like you do you kind of like you do the whole graffiti thing and then you, you do in a sense like the street art and the murals. And, yeah. You know, you're kind of like, like a right in the middle there. Kind of whatever. Yeah. So I said, OK, well, I think it's good because, you know, it's important to kind of be able to see both aspects. I understand like I do. I respect that, you know, if somebody has a spot that they paint and that's like, you know, their spot, I don't have any problems with that. Put your art up. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. I don't have disrespect. Yeah. People do though. Uh. Yeah. Like we know just like a little bit kind of about like, kind of like Haters. the rules of graffiti kind of thing and yeah. how like, you know, like when there's like kind of like Beef. a, yeah, like how you don't really mark something that like took time to go into and yeah. it's it's a really really interesting like subculture almost it is it's it's vastly different you know than kind of like in a sense with like the muralists and the street artists like yeah kind of go through because like you know they get a wall that's their wall mm -hmm. and then you just like know like not to like touch Boundary, it yeah, yeah. you know boundaries <laughs> there's not that doesn't really exist <laughs> yeah that's a really thin line when it comes to like graffiti styles yeah um so that's as like one of like my plans too is like i really just want to dive more into that because mm -hmm. it's very fascinating it is and oh, yeah we could go on and on about that because i feel like, like crews yeah and like you know like <clears throat> even trying to like when we see like a piece that's a little bit more like kind of like graffiti and like this letters and the styling and it's really hard sometimes to like be like okay well like who is that because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. when we post it you know we want to give credit to it exactly you know and sometimes it's really hard <laughs> like i don't know how to find this person no you know, like whatever and i get it that's some people don't want you to be able to find them some mm -hmm. people are like wait and be like okay this is my instagram so please share you know yeah. whatever so it's kind of like i guess everybody has their own philosophy as far as that goes and it's funny because i since i started getting into graffiti you know well before the whole age of you know social media and like instagram stuff like that it's like all right, you just kind of got to know what people write because of their style and stuff yeah. like now. But now that it's you know all over the world and people like artists are, you know, it, it's interesting because social media is good for that reason. It helps you to be able to share it with other parts of mm -hmm. the world, you know, but then it's kind of like there's people are really, they don't really care. They don't really, they just want whoever in that neighborhood to see it and that's it. Yeah. Or the city, whatever. Would you be kind of like more of an underground like graffiti artist where you didn't want people to know like that you were doing this or would you like want to be like, yeah, that's me, you can post it? I think it depends. Um, you know what, honestly, I would say if people want to post it, whatever, great. Um, I think it depends, yeah, to what level of, you know, like we're talking, you know, if mm -hmm. it's like, cause that's, let's talk it, there's like, there's freight trains. That's a whole different culture from walls, right? Yeah. And then rooftops, and then so it's kind of like you know, in New York, it was it was cool because uh, like on the subways, you see all the people that like do rooftops, and that's just their thing. And then like there's always people that do the freights, and then it's like okay, you get to know or people that do like water towers and stuff, and it's like, all right, well that's their thing. So then you get to recognize those names. You're like, all right, that's 
kid, you know, PK, whatever, like mm-hmm. riding through places or Jersey or whatever. But it's like, it's it's cool because there's so many different spots, and I kind of, I kind of like them all. But I gotta say, I've never done a water tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever gotten to do like a like a freight train? Yeah. Dude. Because in the Midwest, that was like a huge thing. The, yeah, you know, there is a lot of like trains oh, there, like more so than like we don't really have a lot of trains here that I know of anyway. Yeah. But like even like the big like the bridges, and you know, like they are able to get up, you know, there. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm like looking at myself, and I'm like, I'm thinking, like there's <laughs> no way for you to really get. There's no how are how. Yeah, there's I, some crazy aspects about that whole culture, and that's where I kind of probably draw the lengths. It's like, if you're going to hang off of something, yeah. you're like, people, you know, they're not wearing, like, a harness or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, and that's, let's face it, I mean, it's sad that, you know, some people have, you know, died because of accidents in that or, or trains and stuff, so it's kind yeah. of like, all right, you have to be like, all right, I'm not on drugs when I'm doing any kind of art <laughs> yeah you ever. have to be like really yeah. like, you know yeah, we were talking to like one artist and he was saying like <clears throat> it's like such like a like meditative and like spiritual experience for him it is. he sometimes will get he's on like a ladder oh my and he'll, god like and i'm just like look man like you gotta be careful okay like yeah. we want to see you continue to exactly. do art like yeah. but it, it is for that like a lot of artists like it's very spiritual and very meditative and they do tend to lose themselves mm-hmm. with within it, you know, and yeah. like yeah, the graffiti. I I really love the graffiti thing. Like it's yeah. just like it's such like this like badass cool like I'm gonna go paint that over there mm-hmm. kind of like, like thing. Um, no fucks given or whatever, yeah. you know. And it's, yeah, that's great, you know. And so that's you kind of have to figure at what point do you like say, all right, is this I'm doing like just legal work mm-hmm. murals now because I know yeah. that like, that can be a thing yeah. if you get to a certain like alright not that like you know fucking like that's why I like we thanks me or something like that I know <laughs> like God. he's not a graffiti writer but it's like let's put, put it that way like if you're starting to get to a certain level where people are really like watching you and what mm-hmm. you're doing and everything like that you gotta be like alright well you there's stealth involved yeah but then you think about like this like Pops actually protected some of his work too, right? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I think in New York it was like, um, but you know, whatever. I mean, I like, I love that we have like the movement sanctuary where we can go yes. and like freely do that. That is so important. Like, I, you know, I think we need a spot where like people who really love graffiti can just go and freely paint and they don't have to like feel like they're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Or like, in a sense, you know, like, you know, the young ones that we have running around and like mm-hmm. kind of like spray painting on like the buildings and the signs and stuff we obviously don't want them doing that but would they be doing that if we gave them a space where they know they could freely go do it exactly no and there's in kansas city there's spots like that That's um awesome. there is st louis there was a whole wall yeah. you know i mean it was just massive you know, and so, like, that is one thing I would love to see in St. Pete is I think you just need a nice little spot mm-hmm. to just, like, let them go chill and Absolutely. have fun. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I think it would add a whole new layer to our art scene here in downtown St. Pete. Undoubted. Yeah. I, I will die on that one. I'll, I'll sign a waiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a petition. Yes. So certain parts of the city might be up for it. Yeah. They, yeah, <laughs> they might, honestly. Um, so, you did the goddess Isis on the Movement Sanctuary. Love that piece. Um, I sent it to my friend who's really into like ancient Egyptian goddesses and things like that. And I was like, oh my God, like, you know, this one artist did Isis here. But um, are you going to do like any more uh, goddesses or, you know, kind of things like that in the city? Good question. And yes, I am. Yes. 
Yeah. That's, that was the answer I was hoping for. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out the next spot uh, because I love Movement Sanctuary, but mm-hmm. um, it is, you know, X amount of space. Yeah. So, like, when in New York, it was like years ago, there was this was five points. It was kind of like a graffiti mecca. And I mean, that was huge. I mean, you had tons of murals, pieces all over the entire, you know, it was covered. Um, Movement Sanctuary is awesome, but then it's like, maybe I need another spot. So, mm-hmm. finding a nice spot is going to be my next project. Like Nice. So. What is, you, yeah. what is your next god as you think about painting, or do you want to leave it a surprise? Maybe it'll be a surprise. Okay, okay. Well, we can leave it a surprise. You know. You know. I'll leave, I'll, I'll put some hints out there. Okay. All right. Just like make a little like face uh, Instagram scavenger hunt, yeah. and then when it, yeah, know? when I get some stickers or something fun, I'll be like, all right, giveaway. Who guessed it, right? Yeah, I'll have to be like stalking the. I like I just I love like the idea of like gods and goddesses and like those whole things in mythology. So like that's like those have like always been like my major uh, interest. I'm really interested in the uh, goddess Kali right now, the Hindu yes. goddess. You know, yes. she's. Uh, Kuan Yin. I've been like studying a lot of her. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and so like she, you know, I did a Kuan Yin piece in New York a few years ago. But nice. Maybe we could do one here. It was on a, a corrugated wall too, so it was kind of like you know dips and yeah. Oh, definitely, she definitely deserves a, I, a flat wall. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I think it's nice too to just like highlight, like especially like for the younger, you know, like the younger generation to highlight these people of like power and great wisdom and just like good vibrations for them in a sense to like see like you know like this is what we need to be going towards mm-hmm. not all that craziness that you see on the news exactly you know ah great and that's a huge thing too because you're like well we focus on the art and things like that in the world and what positivity is happening mm-hmm. i mean you don't really need all the you know dramatic side i mean some people do need that though let's face it yeah. because that's, people are drawn to things for whatever reason, but oh, yeah. but um, yeah, I do try to kind of you know keep you know the positivity and um, you know virtue yeah. in whatever it is. So uh, another interesting <coughs> facet that I kind of liked when I was like doing a little bit of research on you is that you are a martial artist. You have a martial art background. Yeah. Um, and I found that so cool because I, I actually myself come from a martial art background. Yeah. Uh, my dad was a master and he taught predominantly hapkido and muay thai. Wow. And I was like. So, like, just tell me a little bit about, like, um, how you first got into martial arts. Okay, so it was actually a friend of mine who invited me to try a jujitsu class. It was, like, the end of high school. And I said, all right, well, I don't have any backgrounds. Or mm-hmm. My brother did taekwondo growing up. I never did. I just wasn't into it at that mm-hmm. age. And I said, all right. He's like, you're athletic. You could do it. So I was like, okay. I went, and I was the only girl. I like died for the first few months I was getting yeah. like crushed and you know whatever tapped out everything but then I started beating the guys so I got mm-hmm. better and stuck with it so I also did Muay Thai that first year so nice. of course I was like the end of high school so probably like you know whatever different and uh, everything but it's like yeah you know Muay Thai was awesome too but I felt like I just kind of stuck with jujitsu mm-hmm. because I was like well I did end up starting you know getting into co- you know, some competitions and stuff like that when I moved to New York I was just like all right focused on that and kind of like then focused, you know, got back to balance that with like time with my art and everything. So I just, you know, loved jujitsu, but Muay Thai was also a fun thing. And I'm like, man, I'd, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not badass enough to compete in that. But 
you know, the jujitsu, I'm just like, all right, I don't ever want to stop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Therapeutic. My, it is really, it is really therapeutic. I, um, you know, my dad was, his whole life was dedicated to martial arts. Like half the reason why he loved, you know, Bruce Lee so much is, um, and he was predominantly a lot of Hapkido Muay Thai. He liked Muay Thai because it was all stand up and he felt it could translate really easily for uh, women especially because you know you might not be able to roll on the ground um, 100% unless you obviously have the skill and the, the know-how to do it um, but he felt like standing up and striking would be a lot easier for women yeah. and so I was just I just he like would throw me in the ring with the guys and he'd be like don't bring dishonor on the family you know like he would like tell the guys he's like hit her like you know come on like Gosh, you're like, you know, towards the end, they would get a little rough with me. I'm like, okay, come on now. Like, I am like three times a little bit smaller than you. Like, we're just sparring. We don't need to be getting all this type of crazy, okay? Right. If you don't stop, I will hit you in the balls. <laughs> and I had to a few times, like, that, where I just, like, I had to, like, kick one kid in the throat one time just because he just would not let up. And I was like, well, I'm going to kick you in the throat. Yeah. And I'm going to give myself a break. <laughs> you know? Right. Hey, that's. I just, I feel like it's a, it was a great confidence booster as well, especially yes. for, for women. Yes. It's you know? so important. I think any martial arts, any woman, anyone can get some martial arts, you know, background and basics. Yeah. And self-defense. It's just going to help you feel so much more confident and because you never really know when you'll need it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you don't. Yeah. I've, I've been very lucky in my life where I've, I've never really had to use it on on anyone yeah, or me. like to defend myself at all too, like i've been very very lucky you know i i feel like i've come close to a few times where I'm like oh god this is the day this is the time um mm-hmm. but thankfully like good you know right that's kind of like the thing about i think the martial artist is that you kind of learn a certain level of like calm mm-hmm. when situations could be tense so you're like all right there's some creepy or something person whatever yeah. like that's you know walking you're just your self-awareness is yeah. so different yeah. The entire surroundings. So you could be walking down the street, you could be on a subway or something, but it's like, all right, you're aware of that. You're going to avoid that person or whatever and be like, all right, or be ready with mm-hmm. my keys in my hand or something, you know? Yeah. God forbid. Yeah. You know, so. I sometimes like hang my keys. Mine are on a lanyard and I'll sometimes like hang them and I'll kind of like, you know, like you have to like use like a nunchuck or something yes. like that. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm always like really, you know, uh, yeah, prepared stop, to stop always, <laughs> yeah, be doing something, you know. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, does your martial arts, in a sense, inspire your art at all? I know you have that one piece with Bruce Lee, but maybe anything beyond that. Um, it does. It definitely inspires my art. And, you know, I've painted a few, like, academies, but that was typically more, like, lettering and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I do actually have a goal to, to paint, you know, more themes that are involved with other martial arts, specifically jujitsu or mm-hmm. judo, because, I mean... And Muay Thai is also a great one. So yeah. I'm also thinking, you know what? I have a great friend who's a fight, you know, photographer, and she, you know, photographs nice. athletes. She's actually based in Amsterdam right now. But I'm like thinking, you know, she has such amazing photos. Like maybe I could say, hmm, maybe I could paint one of these into a painting or a yeah. mural. And just like it's just a matter of making it happen. Well, if you want any like photos like my dad used to do amateur and professional like Muay Thai fighting events and I'm pretty sure he has a crate like a, somewhere in his back like a crazy photo for you to paint yes. if you want it you oh, know nice. we, we've seen some we've That'd seen some 
crazy stuff. That would be dope. You know, so let me yes. know if you if you want them. You know, yes. they're just sitting. I'd much rather them be turned into something. Because that's like a something, whole, right? You know? That's like I feel like it could be another, you know, hopefully series when mm-hmm. I just get the the wall to do it. The wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's the walls. We just need more walls. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's crazy. We have so many buildings going up in downtown St. Pete, but we're all like, we need more walls. Yeah. We need more walls. Exactly. <laughs> you know, St. Louis has like this, like, like. I don't know if mural miles the correct thing mm-hmm. for it, but it, it's just like this just long strip of wall, oh. and that's where people go to to paint and to do their stuff. And I, it's, we we went there and we didn't even get maybe to half of it. Wow. Like it's just, and I think it would be so cool to have something like that. Yes. But I just also don't know if like St. Pete could like really house something it, like that. right. Does it have the infrastructure for it or yeah. whatever? Right. Yeah, That's you big. know, hmm. I think it would be, I think it would be cool, you yeah, know, just, totally. yeah, just like, even if it was just like a long fence or something like that, because sometimes like, you know, a fence can be, you know, very long and a perfect wall, so. Yeah. So like that's like that's that's like my goal with like St. Pete is like super cool is like I want to see like a lot more, like free space, Public you art. know. I would love to see like a lot of like programs or getting the artists in front of like kids and stuff like that or even teenagers because I, I hate like that we still have the idea of like the starving artist or like mm-hmm. there's young kids we don't even know what their capabilities are but right. we're already telling them like oh like art's not like a good thing you can't go towards that right you, and, but then there's artists who are out here and they're doing it exactly and they're happy you know like they're yeah. they are thriving Completely. like it's, it's doable yeah you know I think it's like great for like children who are like struggling with something. It's a way to get things out. Like, yeah. you know, like there's just like there's ideas in my head. Oh, and that would be just, amazing because I I just need time. <laughs> I definitely am all for it. I did um, some graffiti workshops when in New York, yeah. so that was like, you know, it's just really. Sometimes it was like outside of a coffee shop or a place. Even it was just like a like the Bushwick Market, you know, and mm-hmm. you know the guy who who ran the company, you know, would organize. Yeah. the people a lot of times it was just tourists and just get them booked and all that stuff and then it was like all right but people from anywhere people from you know from new york that never really had a chance to spray paint were like yeah. learning you know it could be as a kid or adult so it's like any age yeah. you can learn the basics it's just a matter of setting it up mm-hmm. you know. there's a reason why like adult coloring books like kicked off like that, like one, there was like this like space of time a few years back where adult coloring books were like the thing and adults were like coloring again, yeah. you know? And I was like, there's a reason why those kicked off. There was like mm-hmm. a, there was a need, Yeah. you know, that people needed that. Oh God, it's true. That's, I think people that, you know, are scared to like identify themselves as an artist because they're like, oh, maybe they're not skilled or whatever. doesn't, don't have whatever the same, but it's like. Everybody can do a little coloring in a color book, you know, mm-hmm. coloring book and having a series like that that's for adults. Like, yeah. It's therapy. I bought at least like six. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I bought like six and then I never used them and I, I don't know where my head was going. I think like my thing is I would use colored pencils a lot, mm-hmm. but then it would like look, it wouldn't like pop. It wouldn't pop. Like, it just wouldn't look right to me. And I was like, that's it, I'm not using it. Mm-hmm. And then I would want to use markers, but the markers would bleed through onto the page. Then right. I would just be like, I would just be mad. I would just be really <laughs> mad. Really yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, when I met my partner, he was just like, like, we always, like, we were going to Michael's and getting canvases. Yes. And so we were always, like, painting. I was like, Love oh, it. thank God. Like, 
something I can't like mess up now. Oh. You know. What events would you specifically like to see more of in St. Pete? Well, the mural events, I know, the ones that I know of, I mean, there's actually a, quite a few. I think it's pretty awesome because I think I will always want to see more. I always yeah. want to see more. Um, <clears throat> of course, if there's anything that, you know, I haven't been involved with too many, like they have art walks and stuff like that. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start going more. Mm -hmm. But um, I was recently at the, um, the art battle yeah. at um, you know at the Derek Donnelly Cove, yes. right? And that was yep. awesome. I feel I like know. the energy there was just like electric. I want to see more of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nice to hear that like it's like it's happening. Like we are yes. gonna be seeing more of those, and just like I like just seeing that pop off is gonna be like really great because yeah. those are always like so much fun. Right? Did you see the first one? Did you go to the first one at Bayboro? No. When was it? Uh, I missed it. It was like a, it was yeah. Okay. It was like a well, few months before yeah. like the second one that was at Donnelly Cove. Okay. But it was funny because like uh, Derek and Vanderloop were on one team, and then you had Aurelius and uh, Pedro on like another, and like Derek and Vanderloop and Aurelius were all kind of like really like going at it yeah. you know and Pedro was just like creating of course this beautiful just like portraits of like a you know a, a spiritual man and they're like you know like kidnapping Bob and like <laughs> I just I told them I was like please make prints I need those I need like it was so funny Aww. like they were just taking it like, it was like an art it really was like an art battle they were really going for each other so but I'll never get over how like funny that was like I just could not like I, I like I, I tap my partner and I'm like that's Bob, and I'm like do you and he's like oh my god that's Bob. <laughs> they took Bob. I love Bob. Who would do that to Bob? No, I gotta gotta check that out. Did yeah. You, did you get any footage? We did. We did get a little okay, bit of footage. It's on our Instagram, but you'll have that. to go back a little mm -hmm. bit. But it was it was really funny. Yeah, it was good. great. Do more. How can we as a community support you more other than obviously buying your art and, you know, like uh, using you to like paint our walls? Okay, I think. I know that's always like a loaded question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think if there's like, what's the easiest way to like connect the artist with people that are, well, clients and they're looking mm -hmm. for those artists or maybe they don't even realize how to find the artist. They're like, oh. You know, if we had a way just to kind of connect those two um, areas, that would be awesome. Um, mm -hmm. Just because, let's face it, it's like I was able to, I met clients here through the community of jiu-jitsu. So how cool is that, right? Yeah. Like it's like what I love and was, you know, trying out some academies around the area because I haven't really, you know, found exactly where I'm going to be mm -hmm. training full time yet. And so I was like, well, and I just tell people this is what I do. I'm an artist and I'm looking to do more art full-time and it's like oh you know I know someone that wants a mural because it's like when they see what what you do they're like oh wait a minute like everybody can think like I could see the picture this art somewhere when you start realizing mm -hmm. oh these size whatever big scale or whatever any kind of size of murals so connecting the artist to possible clientele yeah That'd be nice some ways to kind of like I don't know maybe there could be like a website or something that you know it could be like all right do are you interested in art for your home or office yes do you need an artist great we can yeah. try to find one for you, you know, yeah like, kind know. of like a, a middleman questionnaire yeah yeah 
I we get a lot too it's just like you know like social media you know like social media these days is like is great yeah. for that it is you know but I a lot of people they they don't know it's exactly like overblown with their like oh images like I can't find them. there's so many artists you're but also but you're overblown with a lot of also just random stuff yeah you know like when uh-huh. I I'm very very specific about how I curate my own social media but right. that's me and that's like you go look at my sisters it's just like sh- Whatever. I, I'm like, what am I seeing right now? Yeah. Like, there's just, it's just the most random stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you are like really bombarded with that stuff, yeah. you know, and getting it all into one place where everyone can find it. Mm-hmm. That's the hard thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like one hashtag or one whatever. Yeah. Like, this will take you to find yeah. that, those types of artists that are looking mm-hmm. to paint. Yep. I like always say like, there is no reason why none of the artists like in like general, like can't have millions of followers or can't go viral much Agreed. like you know like Agreed. we see you know our our, inst- our little social media influencers and like mm-hmm. the celebrities and things like that i've always just been on the peg that's just like what are they doing right like what are they yeah what are you doing yeah <laughs> you know? so true you know just, yeah i've i've always been just like kind of like uh, mm-hmm. what are you really doing for society as a right. whole you know, um, gosh, getting you know, paid for commercials apparently. <laughs> oh, I dude, I I pay not to watch commercials exactly. anymore. Exactly. Like I pay good money not to watch like commercials anymore. Yes. Um, like Spotify, I'll never let my Spotify lapse. I will never, no. ever, 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 ever. <laughs> pay or just like listen to commercials when I'm trying to like listen to music anymore. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do I need to hear them? No. I don't. No. There's no need. Exactly. You know, I, no. <laughs> if you had to paint one last painting, who would you give it to? Who would it be for? Okay. That is such a randomly great question. I get a lot of interesting answers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's got to be, I'm like, okay. I could say, all right, someone who's very positive and spiritual inspiring Dalai Lama I would definitely give something to my my stepchildren so I don't know that's we shall see I gotta keep creating yeah yeah leave it yeah because you know like that's like special too like you know like there's gonna be one day where you're not here anymore right but we are gonna like have this artwork your family's gonna have this artwork too you know and they're gonna be able to like I'm a big person I'm like passing things down to yes. each generation to like remember your ancestors from where you came from exactly you know like i'm i might be a little bit too obsessed right. with it but but i hope that they value art yeah you know because just like well you know i mean if it's painted by that person and yeah. you know, this person's your yeah. family if it's something that's cool yeah. do give it to someone that's yeah you know friend well, or i know my member. family values art but my youngest sister she's not yet <laughs> not yet she wants things <laughs> she'll she'll learn. She's still young and she's a teenager, and we're in that that energy. Sure, she's yeah. like she's rebel in her own way. She is against art. <laughs> Where did I go wrong? And it's like, what about graffiti? You know what? Honestly, <laughs> like I love her to bits. Sorry, mm. Layla, if you ever hear this, but I think she's just too lazy for all that. <laughs> I'm really, like, know. give me an iPad. I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you know, she's like, put me on a boat. 
you know, like she spends a lot of time on the boat. She just put me on a boat. Okay. Maybe solitude is, is like she does a good space for her to yeah decompress. Yes, <laughs> she does. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank I was really you. excited about this. I love talking to my my women artists and thank hearing you. what they have to say. So thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, keep me posted. Thanks for listening, Saint Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.